0: Hey Hebra, welcome back. This is part two of Olam Amidot. So once again, the three hours of residency are reconnect to what we know is true. That's our learning Torah. It's the truest thing we can do in this world. So we can get recharged, recharge our soul and feel rejuvenated to get back out there, do what we can do in the best way we can do it and make Hashem feel proud. So anyways, part two. To differentiate between our Ritzon and our wills and wants and, and and our thoughts and our methods of how we do Okay. So And that is key. That is the foundation to succeeding in life. It's the nature of a person to live with himself you know, thinking everything is going well, I'm a great person, everything is pleasant, why not? And honestly, that's a very good, positive, healthy mentality to have. However, it could get dangerous when this happens. When you fall and commit an avera, he prefers to think that it's not an avera at all. Rather than to admit the truth and to face the emet that really he did fall and commit an avera. You can't do that. Why pretend? Why scheme yourself out of doing what you should be doing and fixing what needs to be fixed? There's no point. Stop putting a mask and concealing the truth. Face it. And I'm guilty of this too, 100%. But that's why I feel like I need to share it. It helps me get over that and hopefully can help other people get over that obstacle as well so when a person commits an avirah and and does it over again and over again eventually it starts to feel like to him that it's mutar right he feels like it's not an avirah at all and he just continues to do it that since a person was not able to withstand this Nisayon right and he fell in this Ava therefore he permits himself to do this and and feels as though it's permissible. This is a complete, massive danger. Beware. This is a danger to your ruchniyot. Because a person cannot fix what needs to be fixed if you don't admit that it needs fixing. Right? If you don't admit that that mida and that that you're feeling, that, you, that you are committing are evil, you're never going to correct it. And you're just going to continue doing that. And therefore, a person has to discern between what is truth and what is right and straight and go follow in the ways of Hashem versus where he is holding in his life, right? So objectively, what is the emet? Versus where you are holding in your life. And this touches upon that aspect that I believe the Chabad Chaim teaches us: that we have two different aspects here, two different realms. The realm of Sur Mirah, distance yourself from the evil, and then the realm of Asetov. Go ahead and involve yourself in good things. In the realm of Mirah, distancing yourself from evil, Adam Shinich Shah when a person falls and commits an Avera, what does he do? Or what should he not do rather? Right? You should not permit yourself to to do this and, and think that it's not really an Avera. Why? And then a lot of people do it anyway, and right, there's so many people do it, it must not be in a it must be allowed, you can't think like that, who cares what other people are doing, care what you're doing, you know the emet, objectively is the emet, and what you're doing is not that, so stop doing that, do the emet, correct yourself, get back on the path, you veered off, get back on the straight path, ela, yoda, ela, emet, Right, you have to admit the truth, face the truth, that, that whatever that sin is, is a sin, the next happens to be that you fell in it, Chas But it happens to everyone. We're not perfect, and you know that's part of our journey in this world. And strengthen yourself, gain chizuk from what's written in Mishlei. This is a very meaningful pasuk to me, and I'm sure it is to many other people. The pasuk of Sheva Yipol Tzadik that no matter how many times you fall, you always get back up. And I heard a different take on this one time, and I'm not sure from where. It's not that he's a tzaddik which enables him to always get back up whenever he falls, but rather the fact that he always gets back up when he falls that makes him a tzaddik. <laughs> I thought that was beautiful. Rock, and that's very applicable to us. That. So that no matter how many times we fall, we get back up, we can become a tzaddik, we can be a tzaddik, and that helps us to be a stronger tzaddik. However, only if you keep this in the forefront of your head and keep this in mind, that whenever you fall, that you know you're going to get back up and you have that within you and you're going to do it with Hashem's help. And now, moving into the realm of in the realm of Asetov, Adam chasfash, bekiyum, eizum, mitzvah, mitzvah. That a person who's doing great—he's he's, you know—he's involved in so many mitzvot, but there's one certain mitzvah that he's being lazy with, and you know he's not going—he's not giving it his all. Don't allow yourself to think it's just an extra mitzvah. I'm doing so many good things; this one's just an extra one. It doesn't matter as much if I'm not giving it my all. The v'chadomeh. And similarly to that, God, Rather always remember, right? You have to give it your all, the first one gets the, you know, you have to get there, you have to do it first, you have to do it with excitement, do that. And I really can take that to heart with my residency, where I'm out there amongst so many walks of life, not just us. And I got to really show that, I got to show my enthusiasm I got to show my excitement and, and do everything with my, you know, hundred percent and and kind of give off that positivity and good vibes and, and represent our nation the way that we want to be represented and, and, and make those, you know, that light to everyone else. And this is a huge foundation in Mus'r, the mashal. For example, When a person listens to the sheer uh about learning Torah day and night night and day when he thinks to himself that's not that's not who I am I can't do that right however I wish I could do that that's not me though but I wish it could be me. Or if he hears a different shir, a shir about separating yourself and disconnecting yourself from the Tanugim, from the pleasures of this world, the Khosh of last when he thinks to himself, ah, I wish, how I wish I can separate myself and disconnect from the Yisurim of this world. That thought process right there is the beginning of the downfall. That's That's a huge mistake. First and foremost, what are you supposed to do? What's the right move to make? Is that you learn the Musa. You learn the Derch Hayashah. You learn the Shfilah that one is supposed to objectively follow, right? You learn objectively what is the truth. And then only after that... You think about where you are on that path. If you veered off or veered left or whatever it is, if you're not on that straight path exactly. But first you have to objectively realize what is the straight path. What is that road that I need to follow? <laughs> right? Figure out what is the truth. What is the genuine truth without any other bias. Mahu adam Mahu forget about where you're holding first figure out what you need where you need to be holding what is the truth and then only then will you really be able to absorb what you're listening to the sheer that you heard because then you will realize and recognize that those are truthful words that is Emmet I think I believe there's a the Khazad teaches David Emmett Nikarin Balip, something like that. I can't remember right now. If someone re- remembers what I'm ref- what I'm trying to refer to, please hit me up, correct me, help me remember that. I would love that. It'd be great. And this teaching is very important. That person needs to know where he, need, where he wants to end up, right? You have to have your goal in mind before you set on your path. If you don't know where you want to end up, you don't know where you're going, you're going to end up somewhere else. I believe that's a quote by Yogi Bear, One of my school uh, teachers in dental school always made that quote. If you don't know where you're going, you're going to end up somewhere else. You need to know the end goal. You need to know the destination, right? If you're going on a trip, you need to know the destination to plug into ways to get there. If you don't know the destination, you can't plug it into ways and you don't know how to find your your way on, right when you set out on your path, you're going to get lost. You're going to end up somewhere where you don't want to be. You're going to become something you don't want to become. You're going to do things that you don't want to do. So set out that goal from the very start and then you can start on your journey to get to that goal. The odd right and when you have have that goal clearly delineated and focused on, then that's gonna inspire you to go ahead and fix whatever needs fixing according to your madrega. And you'll be able to begin your ascend, begin your climb from one rung to the other on that ladder towards Shemayim, towards getting close to Hashem towards your end goal. Right? Forever. Keep our hearts open to Musr and things that can inspire us. And don't be afraid to hear the truth. Don't be afraid to admit the truth and face the truth. Because if you don't, you're never going to do what you, what you know needs to be done. Alright guys, that's been a pleasure. Let's just recap what we learned. A couple of takeaways from Chalik Bet. First, we have to first determine objectively what is the Emet for Yashar, and then figure out where we are holding separately. Second, no one is perfect. The climb to perfection is a dynamic one. It's full of highs and lows, ups and downs, falls and you know. But the key is, you have to learn to get back up. You have to learn how to bounce back. Vikam. doesn't matter how many times you fall. Bounce back up. Hashem is there to help you. Extend your hand and He'll grab it and pull you up too. Right? Don't give up. Don't let the think make you think that you're nothing, that you can't do it. You can. So get back up and do it. Don't squander your opportunity. You only have one life to live, so live it to the best that you can. And bounce back up any time that you can. Third, we got the passage that I closely relate to that I think is applicable to here is um, out of Yosef's dream with a ladder, Sulam right? arza, the Rosh Hashemima. Right? Yosef saw in his dream this ladder that was rooted in the ground, but the top of the ladder, the head of the ladder, reached the clouds, reached the Shemaim. And that is a symbolism of the type of person that we should become. Where Sulam Mutzav Arta, our goof, our, our our bottom half is rooted in this world. However, our top half, the Rosho, ashman, should always be with Hashem in mind, right? Shvitiashit Tami that we should have a in mind. We should know our goal of where we want to get to, so we can get to there and know how to get to there. <laughs> um, I think that's critically important to our, living our lives, especially no matter what you're doing. Right, so no matter where you are on the ladder, you can always decide to take the next rung up and climb that next step. And until you finally get to Rosh Hashem, you just have to be open to Emmet. You have to be open and willing to face the truth and know what the truth is to face it, first of all. All right. So anyways, much love and simcha. Um, hope you guys are enjoying this. I'm loving it. Feel free to connect with me in any way you can. I'd love to hear some feedback or just discuss these uh, thoughts and... And and lessons with you guys. All the best, guys. Take care.